Guys, uh, welcome once again to uh, the Window Podcast. Uh, my name is Joshua. Josh. Um, some people know me as Jesse. You know she's um, Jesse. People from school, they used to call me right. Jesse. I don't That's even know why. Cool. Well, I know why because it's my last name, but like they could have just called me my first name, and it would have. Your last funny. name's Jesse. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, it's pronounced Jesse. Jesse. It's not. Yeah, it is. Is it? Yeah, it is. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, okay, wow, okay. How did you think it was pronounced? I don't kind of thought about it, but I'm not gonna lie. Looking at the spelling, that doesn't make sense. What tribe? What tribe are you from? I'm a Shanti. My name is a typical Shanti. I've never heard that name. I've never heard that name in my life. So when you see when you see G Y A M F I, how do you say it? Don't see. Exactly. So then, how does say my name does don't not make Jassy. sense? No, but I say Jassy. Jemfi, Jemfi. Do you say Jemfi? Yeah. Do you say Jemfi? You say I. Oh, I right, right, right. Exactly. Jassy. It makes complete right. sense. Huh? It makes complete sense to anyone that's a shanty. Blame my mother, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the longest name introduction we've probably done. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, but obviously on. a bit of background history. Yeah, there you um, go. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Now everyone knows how to say your name. Mm. There's a few yeah. people like me that would have known. Hi, Joel. Hey. People call me Joel. I don't like all my other nicknames, so yeah. Hey. <laughs> For Lauren, hi. You guys already know. Fantastic. They already know. Brilliant. Okay, guys. Um, we're just gonna get straight into it. Um, we're not beating about the bush today. We're just in a very serious topic. Uh, topic of extreme importance. Um, something potentially. Um. Error, error defining, um, culture shifting. <laughs> we gotta talk about WAP. Okay. And when you say WAP, you gotta, you gotta, uh, it does, is the word enunciate, enunciate the P, WAP. Right? Okay. Or else you're not saying it right. WAP. I don't, I don't want the WAP, I just want the FETI. Don't do that. Don't do that again, please. Don't do that again. Please. Don't do that. Again. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Now, um, when did WAP drop? It wasn't this Friday. It was the Friday before? Was it? Um, uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's out there now. Um, yeah. I remember hearing it was coming out. I remember hearing... Cardi B and uh, Meg had a song coming out and I remember um, Cardi B doing a video beforehand basically saying that saying what the song was going to be about and I also remember not thinking anything of it I just thought Cardi B, Meg yeah, yeah I just thought 
they're just going to do their thing and, and that's it. It's just going to go and come. Then the song dropped and it seemed like a lot of people had a lot to say about it, which to me personally was surprising. Um, I haven't listened to the song yet. I've heard parts of it. Um, but I haven't listened. Do you know what this song reminds me of? It reminds me of, um, do you remember Anaconda by Nicki Minaj? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, had, I had so much, like, the yeah. Anaconda vibes are off the roof. I was like, wow, like, this is basically the same video. Yeah, it reminds me of that song because that was another song that I, I, I still haven't listened to the whole song. Like, never in my whole life. But I've really? heard so much talk about it. Like, people have yeah. talked about it talked and talked and talked and talked and i think this is one of those songs where the conversation is bigger than the song itself although i think the song is doing fairly well on the charts so um i think what what i've seen a lot is a lot of male personalities in hip-hop and rap um coming out and basically saying um either the one line is that this is like it's not even art it's not even artistic it's just like meh and the other line is um all female rappers talk about the same thing city girls who else do they lump in that bag uh meg cardi b it's all about the same thing. It's all about, you know, what the WAP can do. Um, <laughs> scamming. Um, yeah, ripping and running, Birkins, scamming, all of that, all of the above. Yeah. Birkins, so, yeah. Back, um, yeah. And so on and so forth. That's the two main, I guess, lines of, of conversation that I've come across. Have you guys heard anything else? Um, um, I think I I haven't really been paying attention to any kind of like backlash. I only saw one video um, of one guy set talking about um, his daughters and like one day he's gonna have daughters and that these are gonna be the role models. And I was just like, yeah, that's another angle. So again, it'll be something along the lines of yeah. So one of the one of the that's another angle. So one one of the things that they'll pick up about it is is how it morally speaking it, it's very questionable it doesn't align with with upstanding moral values that kind of bullshit <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean me personally oh. like i said i've never listened to the song it's never going to be a song that i'm going to listen to um why but From the lines I've from the lines I've heard from the lines I've heard, <laughs> it doesn't sound like it's a song that's going to be of any interest to me, right? He ain't got one, so huh? you, don't to, you don't need to be listening. <laughs> to <the song>. <laughs> 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 have you guys have, have you guys heard um, Safari done a remix? Safari, um, Nicki Minaj is he's a twat and he needs to get off. Like, what he's the heck? A, Why? He's done, yeah, a, he's done a bad. He's done a bad remix. He can figure that out mean? on your own. What a sample? Bad. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I, 
But um, yeah, I'm not listening terrible. to that either. I'm not right, listening yeah. to that either. Um, my earphones are too sanctified. Should. My earphones are too sanctified <laughs> for that. So I can't let them run, that run through the, the earphones. But um, mm-hmm. um yeah, I, I, even though it's a song I'm never going to listen to, yeah, I, and I don't listen to Cardi B. I don't listen to Meg the Stallion. I did find mm. it. I did find the criticism odd, just because. Um, first of all, Meg the Stallion has been talking this talk for for ages now since she came yeah. out the gate. So I didn't see how they took it up to a degree now that was too hot to handle. Um, like you guys invited Meg in as she was. So you can't now turn around and, you know, act like... Meg, Meg and Cardi, like, Cardi literally, like, raps about sex, stripping. Yeah, she came in. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, what she came in on. That's the energy yeah. she came in on. Yeah. So, to turn around now, it was just a bit like, mm, okay. And then it was just yeah. like, I mean, male, male rappers talk about very yes. bad stuff like and, yeah and even include, including including yeah like <laughs> i think male rappers talk about worse stuff to be honest with you um um i just feel like the whole statement around like women not creating art that is meaningful or blah blah <laughs> at the end of the day there's lots of female rappers that create great stuff nikki has bars on bars on bars she talks about all kinds of things people won't appreciate like i feel like if you looked back at nikki back in the day we look at all her different the different characters that she had like roman was sick i was obsessed with roman um as a youngin or whatever like we have some sick rappers out there no one wants to talk about young ma no one wants to talk about lady london people like okay if you if you rap there's lots out there. You just don't care about it. You care about the city girls. You care about Meg. You care about Cardi. That's yeah, I think it's a it's an interesting thing with um, male and female rap, right? Because with a lot of male rappers, they have a lot of female fans. They have a lot of female listeners. Like someone yeah. like Drake, for example, he may even have more female listeners than he does male listeners, right? Yeah. Whereas to when you go to female rappers, unless the guy is gay, it's very unlikely you get that many guys listening to female rappers, right? Yeah. yeah. And so, and then another thing is, like, yeah, a lot of male rappers are saying crazy, crazy stuff that I don't think a normal civilian would support, right? Yeah. But, at the top, at the very, very peak top of the rap game, at least right now, you have rappers that are, for want of a better word, saying stuff of substance. So you have people like Cole, you have people like yeah. Kendrick, right? Yeah. You had Chance the Rapper for a while, but I think mm-hmm. people are beginning to hate him. Um, Basically, who's your top three? With female rap, with top female <laughs> rap. Sorry, I'm coming back, I'm coming back, I'm coming back. Yeah. But with the top of female rap, it seems like... All the top female rappers are are the same. Um, that's how yeah. it comes across to me. Because so conscious, I think that's why the conversation goes. Female rappers sell. 
conscious female rap won't sell. So why does, yeah, conscious, why does conscious male rap sell? Conscious male rap doesn't really sell as well as, as yeah, main, well, you can't say that when Kendrick Lamar rap. you can't you can't say that when Kendrick Lamar sells Kendrick, and J Cole sells Kendrick will do both though and even J Cole had had has had to yeah, adjust like, himself Kendrick Kendrick is not is is not he's he's not innocent of like making like like statements that are a little bit out there in regards to like I don't know fucking Shireen or whatever but yeah like. Generally speaking, but but generally, like, when you think of Kendrick Lamar, you think of a conscious rapper. There's not a single female rapper that you can say at, that is at the top that you can call even remotely conscious. It's because people don't listen to the conscious songs. Nicki has songs that you might describe as conscious. I think I think people people would class like No Name as someone who who does spit yeah, something but she's not quite at the conscious. Top. Yeah, but I, I, I just think, don't think I think, it sells I think there's she has a she has a certain level of of popularity that 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 makes that a little bit debatable. I think she has popularity that as makes that debatable. As an activist, yeah, but not as a rapper. Well, no know, one's listening to no name. Maybe maybe it's the music. <laughs> no one's listening right. to no name. Yeah. Yeah. no name. Don't yeah. chart. She don't chart. If we want to say like top, who's the top three female rappers at the moment? Three female rappers. Yeah. You know who that is. You put my I, I haven't listened to a female rap song in, in years. It's definitely Nikki. It's definitely Nikki, Cardi, and Meg right now. Yeah, basically. Um, maybe maybe you can say Sweetie and the City Girls might be like honorable mention. No, I think Sweetie is not even in the conversation. I think City Girls is like yeah, yeah, just yeah. the peer, the, the she, tier she, below. Tap, but tap in. No, what? No, 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 no. no. Sweetie has. She's got 100%. more. She's got. She's got more ground to cover. She, no, she definitely has the ground to cover. She hasn't been around as long as like, then like definitely. I get what you mean. But if we're talking about like who's popping at the moment, top right. at the moment, mm-hmm. Sweetie is defo. Like everyone loves Sweetie right now. Um, she looks great. She does look great. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just don't think that conscious female rap will sell because. Um, the only way that female rap became anything was when it started to wrap itself around sex. Um, but, <laughs> but, but, but I find that I find that really hard to get my head around, seeing as the audience for female rap is probably ninety percent females. Then okay, so for example, we talk about um, we talk about these songs, sex, about sex, blah blah, cool, whatever. Um, and then, like, for example, I really love Avorian Doll. Not so much about her as a person, but I love the box. I love the songs. Um, and she's not really talking about sex. Um, some of the, like, the songs that I've really blown up from like, Cardi, for example, was... What, what, what's that song? About That Yellow. Are you guys going to be able to tell me? <laughs> huh? About That Yellow? Well, that yellow, there we go, fantastic. So, like, people will know all the words of that. And it's like, it's a more so, those songs are more so about beef between girls. And I feel like the reason why that that can't relate or whatever is because guys don't, guys aren't let into women's worlds. It's the same reason why a lot of, uh, everyone will find male comedians funny, like men and women. But female comedians, it tends to be just women that are like, oh, I get that. And a lot of people say that women just, female comedians only talk about women's stuff. 
and I feel like that's because, or the reason why people perceive it that way, is women are told to, like, we're kind of programmed to also be, want to be involved in men's lives and be, like, interested in the stuff that they're interested in and find out more stuff about them and what they're doing and making it relatable. Like, we want to relate to men. Our men are like, we're here, doing our own thing, having our own jokes, doing our own thing. We don't care about jokes about periods and jokes about sitting in the hair salon and we don't care for those jokes. Like, you're not made to enter women's worlds that often. That's my perception. That's how I feel. You're always looking at me like... So wait, no, so I'm just that, trying that... to understand. I'm just trying to understand why the female audience doesn't want conscious rap from the way it looks on the surface. Well, maybe I don't. I don't think. I don't think the culture allows for for female conscious rap. Yeah, right no. now, right now, that's the only thing that women do want. I guess want to hear about is WAP. Because I think even Cardi B, Cardi B made this point. She, I think she tried to point to a song where she was at least attempting to be conscious, right? And she said, you guys didn't want to hear that. So I went right back to what I do best. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. On, on her album, I, love, I loved her last album. She did a lot of, like, really interesting songs about her life, about her um, getting cheated on, like, all kinds of stuff. Like, it was very, like, from her heart. Um, people rated the... The Bodak Yellows, people rated the, the sex song, the song about strippers. But when she was there talking about her heartbreak and like to treat her, for wanting to be treated right and stuff like that, nobody wanted to, no one was mm. rapping that and screaming that from the top of their lungs. Mm. So I hear that. But I feel yeah. like it's the same thing with male conscious rap. I feel like it's the same. Yeah, I think it translates, but it's just on a smaller scale. So yeah. for male conscious rap, there's an audience for it. And there are people that listen to it, but it's just not taken in. Like, yeah. The, the funny thing audience. is, the funny thing and is, for, for the for the female audience, it's, the, it's pretty much the same thing. But that female audience is it's not it's in of itself. Voice. It's not in of itself expansive anyway. Yeah, a lot so, of girls don't even listen to female rap. To rap. To rap. Girls don't listen yeah, to rap. To rap in general. Yeah. So <laughs> you're not gonna get females listening to conscious female rap. It's just, it's, it's, too, it's too much of a concentrated, concentrated group of people. I yeah. feel like most females go find it, go to male rappers for their conscious rap. I think most females, when they listen to music, they go to male rappers for their conscious rap. Because there isn't a lot of female conscious rap. If there was more... Not necessarily because there isn't a lot of it. I think, I just think, and this is a different conversation altogether. Yeah. But... Uh-oh. <laughs> I think that um, f- f- Well, a lot Less women rap than men, right? Yeah yeah. So that's number one So, cool And obviously The less people are doing something The less The less chance of having A talented pool Right? It doesn't so always work. Well. It doesn't always work that way because you have like countries with millions of people, but they're rubbish at football. Like, and then you have really tiny countries, but they're great at football. But generally, the more people you have to choose from, the more talent you're going to get out of it. And <laughs> you know, men, men have been men have been men have been rapping for you know fifty years. 
I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I, let me say now, I don't really know the history of female rap. But when I think of female rappers, I, I start in the 90s. Yeah. Right? So that's a head start. And a lot of, me- actually, most male rap started off as conscious rap, what we would define as conscious rap, and then drifted into yeah. when um, gang culture really got big and all of that, drifted into sort of that type of gangster rap, right? So the foundation yeah. of it and everything. Whereas female rap actually came in talking about the same stuff as rap. From what I know, in the 90s, you think of Lil Kim. I'm, I'm going to have it. I'm having a little look. Female you can rappers, have a look. Right? Just, just to you know, hold me to account. I might be wrong. No, because I'm, I'm thinking... Uh, the first person that came to my mind about female rap was Queen Latifah. Oh. Um, <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Life. That's a good point. Queen Latifah, yeah. She was one of the first, definitely. definitely. And you have Little Mama. You have, like, it, Dead Loaf. Like, this. this is what I mean by people just don't know who people are. Dead Loaf is not a good person to point out. I'm not saying that she's, uh, no, I'm not saying that she's good. I'm just yeah, saying, yeah, like, yeah. if we're going to talk about people, if we're going to say that all they women rap about is dead. yeah. yeah. Like then no, like we like no no no. As for that conversation, we're not doing that. We know there's yeah. good female rap. Like I know good female rappers. Like just oh, yeah, equally yeah. Oh. equally as good as top male rappers. Not yeah. equally not equally as good as male rappers. Equally as good as top male rappers. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking skill wise. Rhapsody, skill wise, she's definitely equally as good. No name is pretty good. I no, like no, one of them. No, can't remember her out. Al- what it was called, what the album's called, but one of the albums is really good. Um, mm-hmm. The one with the picture of like drawing of her, but um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I what the point I'm trying to make is I think male rappers are more skilled than female rappers, right? And I do believe that conscious rap specifically requires a certain amount of skill. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't point, think yeah. I know of any conscious rappers that aren't really good at rapping. Very yeah. Like I don't know. In order, actually, mm-hmm. in order to garner any sort of audience for conscious rap, you actually need to be good at rapping. Mm-hmm. Right. So I and, think that's one of the biggest the problem obstacles. is. Another, yeah. Another problem is obviously the current top female rappers in terms of like I don't know, sell wise or popularity wise or whatever. I personally don't think they're just that good yeah most of them aren't that who's not skill wise who are we talking about i think the top three (laughs) the top three the top three that you said it it, and we can we can extend that to the top five cardi fine cardi fine whatever cardi cardi raps for money she doesn't rap because she loves music she said this you you think meg the stallion is a good rapper i've seen her freestyles yeah i think she's a good rapper I think she just doesn't do like all this. I, like, first of all, if we're going to talk about good rap, are you talking about like wordplay? You're talking about flow? You're talking like, yeah, that's what we're speak, speaking on. Because if yeah. she has her wordplay, it's just not on the stuff that you guys care about. <laughs> like, this is where I'm like, it, I just feel like female rap is not going to be widespread because, first of all, not, most women don't listen to rap. And then the women that do, like, that's their little thing. And then men don't want to listen to it. Like, Bodak Yellow, as much as people I think, 
uh-huh. look, let's it, it the fact it that Bodak Yellow was transcend. actually a male rapper's song that she took. That yeah. doesn't help. And it became yeah, she, the biggest rap yeah, song for a female that. ever. It's oh, quite yeah, interesting yeah, yeah. in itself. It's embarrassing. Like she bit it like in a <laughs> in a crazy way. It doesn't help. But it doesn't help though. But I think um I think female rappers, um f- female conscious rap needs to transcend that barrier of like, all right, um, oh male rap people people don't want to know. I'm telling you guys, until men start having interest in women, women's lives in general, it's not going to. But conscious rap, but conscious rap is not gendered. Like conscious yeah. rap is just conscious. But women rap. care. Women no. Male conscious rap talks about male um, life from a male perspective, but women. Nah, I can't. I can't, I can't rock with that. I can't rock with that. Think about Pat Tupac with um, um. Slip my mind. I mean, so I don't know. I don't. Let's let's. Okay, if we're looking at like at male conscious rap, would you say you couldn't resonate with the things that were said in 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 Kendrick Lamar's "To Pimp a Butterfly"? I'm not saying I can't resonate. I'm literally saying the exact opposite of that. I'm saying women resonate with things that men do. We hear about like if we hear about I'm saying, if, a, if a female wants to say all that stuff and articulate it in, from in a such a female manner, perspective. Gee, not a female perspective because I don't think it has anything to do necessarily with a female. It, it's about I, it's about it's about the human perspective. Yeah, it's just about being conscious yeah. of what's going on in the yeah. world. That's it. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> even, we know what you're even, doing. We know you're trying to. I'm honestly not like even if we were to speak. For example, if I was to speak on race, like if I was like make a song on race and my blackness and you were to make a song on your blackness say with the same skill level i'm 100 telling you that more people will listen to your experience of it and resonate with you more than a woman reason being the male perspective is overall what's seen as the universal perspective where everyone's able to relate if we're going to talk about race for example the male perspective perspective a woman will sit there and be like yeah, like I understand the male struggle. I understand what's going on there. I want to support that. I want to be there for that. We already know if we're going to look at it from the other way that there's not going to be as much energy come from the male from the male side of things to my to my song because the things I'm going to be speaking on are going to be they're going to be perceived as gendered. That's just what it is. Like you can speak about it like it's nothing. Like we can, like if we talk about like Polish Gambino and this is America, I can listen to this is America and be like, yeah, that's sick. But I'm telling you, if a woman did it, because of just the the second layer, there's gonna be something in it that makes it unrelatable to a certain demographic of the world. That's just how it is. Me, I can't, I can't oh, rock with this argument. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say to you that. We don't live in a in a patriarchal society that inhibits um that inhibits like like deeper exploration of the female perspective. I, I'm I think that's definitely definitely true, but but um I still think that it, it should conscious female rap can transcend um um that that barrier on its own virtue. I don't think. I don't think um, the whole argument of uh, like men won't listen to men don't want to get involved in women's lives is lives is even relevant to be honest. 
We'll agree to disagree. We'll agree to disagree. <laughs> we'll agree to disagree. Anyways, WAP out now on all the um, oh. digital Pop. streaming platforms. I don't platforms. need your promo, man. <laughs> <laughs> Cardi, oh my gosh, today, I think, I think it was today, Cardi uploaded a video on Instagram. Um, she, she was wearing a very interesting dress. I loved it. It was like a bandana and all that. But she was talking about like, she was basically doing like a like an awareness video, like a PSA to be like, if you're if you're not doing so well down there, you might have to check out like who you're, who you're doing things with. I was like, let's, you know what? Help the women. Find out oh, why. Oh, so she's doing like an educational thing. I don't know how uh, educational it was, but I'm, I'm sure some people will think and be like, maybe I should go see my doctor. Maybe I've got something like, or like maybe I've got BV. You guys know what BV is? <laughs> this is why I don't listen to no female rap songs. What do you mean? <laughs> what? I think yeah, like encouraging encouraging women's health. That's important. That's good. That's great. That's great. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's great. She should have done a song on that. That's conscious female <laughs> rap. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you want to. We need. She should have done more. a rap about yeast infections. <laughs> Listen, we need diversity in music. It's got to come yeah, from somewhere. Yeah. Things are getting a little, things are getting, getting a little bit stale right now. So yeah, I think it's that's getting good. repetitive, man. Yeah. Let's let's address it's yeast infections. If that's what we've got to do, what is twenty twenty? Yeah, let's do it. Anyways, um, talking about. Checking on everything being okay. We um, mm-hmm. we recently got news on the TL from um, someone who is um, an interesting personality. They've been an interesting personality on Twitter for a while. You know that, Renee? She's been, checking, she's been checking on whether everything is okay and clearly yeah. not everything is going great for her. Yeah. Um, is this? Renee, Renee. I'll have us. Oh. On any side. Oi, oi. She's another female rapper. Yeah. <laughs> she's trying to give us that conscious female rap. Okay. Big girls play with big toys and not in the middle. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> you know, I know you're up to date on this topic. You're clearly a big fan of. Yeah, um, yeah, you're well versed. Miss um, I find Renee so entertaining, like genuinely. Um, I feel like I stopped watching, um, you know, like Love and Hip Hop and all that kind of stuff. Like I stopped watching all of that and I feel like I've repla- replaced it with Miss Our Fabulous, Miss Our Fab. Um, yeah, so basically, she went and had a BBL some time ago now um, she had a few revisions i believe it's been going so well so it didn't yeah, go so well the first time. and then she went and got it done again paper over the cracks um i can't remember where she went i didn't really know it wasn't in the uk it wasn't somewhere that you'd be like yeah yeah my surgery's going to be 100 Turkey. 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 um and basically she's botched so like she talks about a lot like on her snap and stuff um, 
but she kind of like made a, tic- a TikTok and she actually showed it, like she showed the swelling that she gets. Um, it, it, looks, looks it, like, looks it looks like there's a Lego, yeah, just attached to her, the back of her thigh. Like yeah. One giant really Lego, that. fam. It's crazy. Like a, yeah. She, and apparently like a, she's had a lot of like, she made a video about like her health complications um, in regards to this. So like she gets extremely fatigued. She starts to feel really, really sick. Yeah. Like it's not... It's not great, and she was just sharing. I thought it was lovely what she did. Like she's basically just saying to the young girls that will be seeing these instant models and seeing all these people with these perfect bodies, and they've gone and got BBLs and stuff. Like, don't just. She's just saying, don't do it. Like, it's not worth it. And if you are gonna do it, make sure like save the actual peas. Like, go and do like, all the research. Yeah, go to the go to the yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah and do it um that's they're gonna give you like amazing aftercare and gonna make sure that you do like you're really well looked after i think i thought she like i think that's an amazing thing for her to do she doesn't have to do that most of the time like she looks great like when she puts on her clothes and stuff she looks nice so she doesn't need to like be doing thought it was really really um honorable of her um but basically some like shade was thrown by some girl off back chat um and yeah they're having they started having beef back and forth obviously and Renee's is known for also like fighting people and um being happy to defend herself so they had their whole back and forth a literal street fighter literal yeah. street fighter yeah um, but now out of that we have Ivorian doll doing what's it rumors body bag female rappers coming out yeah no um, Ivorian doll is actually doing her thing yeah, 100%. Like, I, I what, personally... What I don't know, what I find a bit fishy is how she just suddenly had, like, a record label deal out of nowhere. Why is that fishy? I, it was fishy to me. It was but she'd done music before. She, the, she was doing songs before. People just weren't paying as much attention to it. That's what I'm saying. Record labels don't give deals to people that no one's paying attention to. But then all this stuff happened and people started paying more attention to the song she was making. Because basically there's even more drama with her and this girl, Abigail. So they were they used to like rap together. Yeah, I think now Abigail yeah. had her own career and obviously Abigail and Doll's doing her thing. So there was all that beef. But they made songs together. So I'm sure like, you know, people, yeah. at the end of the day, she makes people talk. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Label, I, I could imagine that I recommend label like yeah like you're popular people look to you they like they want to see what you're doing and stuff um yeah so anyway um i think the wider conversation because like we can speak on there's no point speaking on the beef whatever about what renee yeah it's more so what renee was saying about um bbls um and young people getting um surgery and i think i actually saw a tweet where someone was like I can't believe like people like 19 and getting BBLs and shaving down their teeth to get veneers. And like, it's actually, it's actually crazy how much your teeth have to get shaved down to, to get them put in, you know? Like, They've got these, like, composite, with these little, if it's not a composite, um, you have to, they, yeah, wow. it's a, it's basic, it's a, it's a toothpick, it's like a nail, it's the most disgusting yeah. thing ever. I saw that, that Katie Price picture and I was, dis- I was genuinely disgusted. Yeah. I was disgusted. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen um, that video of uh, Kodak Black when he was getting his grills put in. And 
I don't know who, I think it might have been like, I don't know, in like Florida or whatever, maybe some like Dr. Miami shit. Like there was a yeah. video of what his teeth actually looked like, yeah. like when he had the bills taken out. Yeah. And it's not even worth it. Like I'd rather, I'd rather have my like yuck mouth than, than have my teeth looking like that just to get veneers. It's so messed what up. Mouth? It's disgusting. Like yuck mouth. It's disgusting. Just, What's that? What is that? It's, it's like a, it's an American saying a phrase. It's just like having a dirty mouth and fucked up teeth and all that. Oh, okay. Yeah, all that, all that, all that surgery stuff, all those augmentations, those alterations, like they seem too expensive. Like the natural state, what your body looks like afterwards. I don't know. If, I don't know. You need to like really weigh that up and balance it out because like. It's like, yeah. age, like it obviously is difficult like i can't imagine like teenage girls right now how they must feel about their bodies because like i think back to me when i was like 14 there was nothing to look at like <laughs> okay <laughs> so it's a thing of like i can't imagine being 14 and looking at girls who have like altered their bodies and be like i want to look like that when i'm 18 i don't look at like at 24 years old i don't look like what i looked like at 18 like my yeah. metabolism was extremely fast mm. so there was there was my god <laughs> there's nothing there so like you know if i at 18 i decide to get a bbl right now i'll be i'll be oh my gosh i'll be so large <laughs> So, so yeah, wait, you gotta like, wait for you gotta wait for that oh. like age to come in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think people think pu- about puberty and think that's it. So, like, once you finish puberty, that's it. But your body still changes so much. Like, I see mm. guys like I like guys will like start with their little beard here, and by the time they're like in their thirties, they're like here, and it's like how why puberty is supposed to be over? Like, your body just changes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, uh, help me understand though. Like BBLs, is it like does it slow? Does it somehow alter your your metabolic rate in some way? No. Or, what do you no. Mean? So the reason why I was saying that I would be large is my metabolism has slowed down like a lot, unfortunately. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so for me, if I'd be like insecure and be like, oh, okay, I'm gonna go and get a BBL at like 18 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would have like mood fat I don't know where I would have got the fat from to be honest but I would have mood fat into my ass thighs whatever and then I would have then my as I got older my metabolism would have slowed down and because you've put fat cells in those places like you're gonna keep putting on weight in those areas yeah Yeah, which could be cool but also if your body is not actually like meant to naturally look like that like Mm. you just end up just, just looking a bit have you heard of Sajid Bartman? What's her name? Sajid Bartman. She was a South African woman that was stolen. She was stolen from South Africa and put into, um, like... Yeah, I know yeah, I know who you're talking like, about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, she can end up looking like her, mate. And there's a big Bartman then. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy, man. Yeah. But I, it's just it's just really sad. But what in terms of like it would be interesting to know from your perspective as guys, what do you guys think about the whole BBL surgery kind of realm? How do you feel like it it affects guys? The crazy thing is, yeah, mm-hmm. 
my, my, what I'm looking at is like the trickle down effect, right? Because obviously people at the top, so celebrities, whatever, they go and do these stuff, right? Yeah. And then it trickles down, becomes yeah. more accessible, and then normal people start doing it. And with guys, I know female celebrities, female, male celebrities are getting surgery done on their mm. bodies. Not just mm. their teeth. I can name yeah. Drake, yeah. Kanye West. Yeah, they've they've got surgery done. What? How? Doing what? Lipo. <laughs> they've got lipo done. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I think Drake got some extra stuff done. Like he got like stuff put in his chest and like, chest. Yeah, sometimes you get the you get the abs yeah the put augmented in well. abs and all of yeah. that. No, I've seen I've seen it, but why would Drake go and do that? Go to the gym. What? Well, yeah, I mean, you would. The but then, the... but then again, these guys are super busy. They're doing yeah, tours. They're you know in the studio. They don't necessarily have the time to go gym. So when you have a lot of money, what do you do? You say, okay, I'll go get some. <laughs> and then, and, hey, and obviously, as much as you see, as much as you see these guys with IG posts of the gym or IG posts. Oh, that's in the just gym. that's just when they've left the, the surgery. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a cover-up story. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's a so. cover-up post. How do you guys know that Drake has got fake pecs? Um, <laughs> cer- certain people, certain people. Certain people who know have said. Yeah. So you know how you know the way that you know the way sometimes a trap might get leaked prematurely. Similar yeah. to that, the information comes down to it gets leaked. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Finish your point, Josh. My point is that trickle down effect from male celebrities hasn't necessarily gotten down to men in yeah. general as much. Yeah. Which. Um, I think maybe a reason for that is because male celebrities aren't as open about the fact that they've got uh, surgery. Done well, there's that. one surgery that um, guys seem to be a little bit more open with, and I think more guy, like normal guys do it. Is the like the hairline stuff? Like, oh yeah, hair. the hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hair thing is becoming big. The hair thing. Yeah. Is becoming big. I mean, I'm. I'm a lot of I'm footballers. Open. A lot of footballers have gotten the hair thing. Yeah. So I think, well, this is more in terms of like white people, but yeah. also with black men as well. It's big yeah. as well. But I know a lot of footballers have gotten the hair thing, so I think that's probably why that has. But I think it's all it's all about acceptability, and you know, yeah, right so now it's still not acceptable thing. for a man to go and get lipo. That's just yeah, still not acceptable. It's just yeah, not so like. <laughs> Like I was actually gonna say just before, um, admittedly for me anyway with the hair thing, I I will get it done. My hairline is yeah. looking a bit shaky right now. I'm not afraid to admit that. And really, yeah, you're getting the M. You're getting the M. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting the M. And obviously, I've got like a widow's peak as well, so it kind of mm. accentuates it. And at the point where I feel like all right, enough is enough, I will get it done. But, but I feel like you look but, all right, bald. Like just shave yeah. it off. <laughs> Maybe actually. Maybe I'll see. I'll nah, see. Nah, I'll see don't, don't listen to her. Don't listen to her. What? <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to her. 
Don't listen to that. <laughs> don't listen to that. Do what you have to do, fam, to stay in the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Like, if, 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 if it comes to, to that, if it comes to that, it will be get, it will get done. Sorry, but like, yeah, no. The whole getting the hairline thing done is probably more acceptable than getting lipo because, like, the stigma behind getting lipo. And I is, think, like, yeah, yeah. Go on. You're altering your you're altering your body, like similar to the way I guess I don't know a female would do. That goes right, to the whole. Right. Um, Anything, anything and it's like why don't you just hit the gym bro do you know what i mean right because whereas the hair loss thing is something that only happens to men so it's seen like mm-hmm. oh it's still a masculine type of yeah adjustment whereas lipo mm-hmm. is like bro that's that's what women do mm-hmm. i think that's even the association as a man is like a completely different thing i feel like people expect women to be insecure while with men i feel like People don't expect guys to be insecure. Yeah, so societal <laughs> expectations. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. Yeah, yeah because let, let's be honest, yeah. People talk about, oh, I, I chose to go and do this. I chose to do... But let's just all be honest. A lot of our choices mm-hmm. are, to, even to some degree, more than 50% of our choices are not even our choice, if that makes sense. Yeah, so much influenced by yeah, humans have is, a lot less autonomy than we think we do. Yeah, man. yeah. We <laughs> like to use the word oh I chose to do this and all of that, which makes us I think feel better inside. But the truth is a lot of our choices is heavily influenced by not ourselves. And I think mm-hmm. this is one area where that is abundantly clear. Cause I'm not gonna lie, after COVID, the belly that I've got, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only, God, only, God, only God can intervene at this point. <laughs> it's crazy because uh, all my life, yeah. Well, I think like the first two years, I was like a little chubby baby. But after I crossed over into like two years old onwards, I've been like paper thin my whole life until I started going to the gym. Right. And every time I would go to the gym, I, I could put on weight and whatever, blah, 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 blah. But Let's say I took like a two-week break. I would literally just shrivel all the way back. Two weeks, just two weeks, right? Mm. So it was always a thing where I had to always stay in the gym. I could never like just take a break. And so, so yeah, I've, I've been used to living my life with a really high metabolism, like really extremely high. COVID comes and... My metabolism decided to take a break. Yeah. How old are you? Like 24? 25. 25. Yeah, it's time. Yeah. It's time. Yeah, it is time. It is time. It was it was it was inevitable, but I was yeah. getting away with it for so long. I just thought yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe my time will never come. It's good though, because when you get back in the gym, when you start training again, you're gonna retain more muscle as well, right? You'll stay bigger. Yeah, yeah, well. We we hope it goes that way, but right now I've got like meat at the back of my neck that I've oh gosh. there before. It's oh crazy, gosh. bro! It's crazy. It's oh crazy. gosh! Oh uh, no, not like, like this. I've got like uh, steak right uh, there. Oh, uh, <laughs> he's got the he's got the Kanye West. <laughs> you can slide uh, the a credit card through there, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh man! But anyways, we'll, no, pray for, we'll pray for uh, we'll pray for what's her name? Um. Renee. Renee, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, what was yeah. her other name? Oh, fabulous. Yeah, oh, not so fabulous right now. But oh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully Renee, the fabulity will come back. The fabulity will return. Thank you for sharing your story. And I'm sure yeah, a lot of people well. are well. thinking about that. Like, 
Yeah, yeah. The exposure, the exposure is good. Like you want to yeah. keep people in the know. It's important. 100%. Yeah, she did well to be honest. Actually, she did well to be yeah. honest. I have to give That's her credit for that. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of cock-ups by this government since they've come in in December. It's not that long of. <laughs> it's not that long. Um, a time to make as many mistakes as they've made but i think this what this one was a mistake that i think everybody could see coming so as we all know we've been in the pandemic and schools have closed right and so um exams weren't taken but people still needed to get their results and so they came up with this algorithm thing um, off quote, I don't know if that's how you say their name. Um, and they basically had to give people results based off. Uh, we can go into how they did it later, but they had to give people results, and they gave people results, <laughs> and it was, it was not good. But I remember, um, Scott, I think Scotland got theirs like a few weeks, two weeks ago or something like that. And they got it so badly wrong that the Prime Minister had to come out and apologise, Nicola Sturgeon. And as soon as that story came out, I was like, oh, if they've got it wrong in Scotland, yeah, they're definitely getting it wrong over here. Mm. And lo and behold, they messed up the whole thing. Um, They said that about 40% of results were downgraded. Um which is nuts and it seems like a lot of people are feel very helpless um at the situation uh there is this talk of appeals but i'm not really sure how that process is going to how do you appeal not sitting in an exam and someone giving you a, a result like i don't get how that appeal process is going to work yeah i don't think they but, even know yeah, no. I think uh, it does feel like it's extremely unfair. It does feel like whatever has happened is extremely unfair. And it feels like uh, people that are, you know, lower down on the social ladder have been worse affected from what I've seen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because apparently private schools have fared fairly well. Yeah. That's what you would expect to happen, right? I don't know what it. I think I don't want to get all conspiracy theoristy or anything, but why is it the case that um for 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 students coming out of like I guess struggling schools or whatever, they they found it more so on that end that the the results even on even taking into consideration predicted grades that were quite favorable. I've, I've I've got it much worse than people in like private schools. They didn't look at predicted grades. They looked at the last year's results, like over time, and then predicted people's results in accordance to that. And I think apparently it had also something to do with postcodes. No, um, they, did, yeah. they did include predicted grades, but predicted it, grades. but predicted grades was only it was only a part of it. So what they would do it. is they would take your predicted grades. So let's say you got predicted A A A, right? 
but then they would look at your school's track record for the last two years. Is it to say like whether they've met their predicted grades over so, the past so, two years? So what they would do is, oh yeah, no. So this is what they will do. They would, um, so let's say, so you know how we do mocks, right? We do yeah. mock exams. So they had done their mock exams this year that had just went through. So what they would do is they would take the results of the mock exams for that for this year and compare it to the results of the mock exams for the last two years or three years from the same school. Right? So then that's how they would they would say, okay, this year is genuinely worse than or maybe in the middle of the three years before, right? And then they would take the actual results of the years before and say, okay, this is the results that these lot got in the years before. So now we have to apportion you a certain ratio of A's based on that, based on how well you performed in your mocks compared to how well they did in their mocks. Do you get it? So it's like they were trying to keep consistency with history. Based but on the, the location with, of the school, right? No, not necessarily based, based on, on the, the school location itself. of school. On the based school on itself. the school itself, how it's performed in previous years. And they were trying right. to keep the consistency of um, results, like how much proportion of A's and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But the problem with that, obviously, is that it doesn't consider outstanding individuals. Yes, you're trying yeah. to yeah. consistency of the group. Yeah. Yeah. Is, but then at the end of the day, what? how could they have possibly come up with a system that does fully consider the individual? Use their predicted grades. That's it. I, don't, I didn't understand what all of this was. Like, they changed the A-level system so that you do your first year is your first year and your second year is second year. Kind of like uni or whatever, rather than having AS and um, an A-level whatever. A2, what's it called? I don't know. Whatever. Um, so... They've changed it up. So your whole first year, the exams at the end are your mock results. That's a whole year of work. That is definitely reflective of who you are, of who you are, at least at some point in your life, who you are. To do I don't what's the point? What is if they already have results? You can you get into uni, like you you apply to uni based on your predicted grades. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I mean, it, it does. I mean, I, I, a part of me agrees with you. Use the predicted grades. But then I remember my predicted grades compared to the grades I actually got. And then I'm like, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So it's a win. Did, did, did you get better predicted grades or did you get worse predicted grades? My predicted grades were better than what I actually got. Right. My, my but do you feel like you could have got those grades? Oh, yeah, yeah. They were certainly attainable, especially by the end of um, first year. I was still on, I was on track by the end of my first year for what I was predicted. So yeah. in, my, in my mind, what I saw at the end of um, sixth form was a big shock to me. I'm not going to lie. It wasn't like I expected to underperform. I didn't expect that at all. So, yeah. But it did happen. So that's the thing. Like expectations and reality are different. Well, I feel like our predicted grades, though, in comparison to their predicted grades, are based on different things. 
our predicted grades were based weren't just based on like our last exam like our teacher would also look at us and be like Mm, but I think you could also do better because you're working really hard on this. Da, da, da. So I'm just going to give you a B. Or I'm just going to give you an A because I think, nah. while like their predicted grades was based on, based on their mocks and like their expect like the expectations or stuff that they have done, like that's different. Oh, that wow. <laughs> like I didn't. That's literally exams that they have done and the grades that they got. Based on that, because they they do the same thing for the two years. Based on their last exams, I don't understand it. They literally have written exams. <laughs> Does that make any sense? Yeah, I mean, but then I, I think some, some universities are deciding to bypass the results from the algorithm and just offer people based on the predicted grades. They're going to lose it on money if they don't do that. No one's going to get into uni. No, they said said that this year the amount of people going to uni has gone up by one point something percent. No, yeah. Do you know what I reckon that is? That's not necessarily a problem. 1.6 percent. I reckon all the like dumb kids from private schools got into uni. (laughs) (laughs) I reckon that won't work. Isn't that how that always works? They're going to uni anyway. They're getting yeah, to like, anyways. Yeah. They're not going to get into like yeah. Birmingham, Warwick. Where, what else is a good uni that's not Oxford? Oxbridge. I don't know. Nottingham. That's a good uni. Exeter. 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 Leicester was. Exeter, yeah. Durham. Used to be top 20, not anymore. Where does Leicester sit now? Leicester. When we went yeah, to Leicester, century, not anymore. Certainly mm, not it? anymore. Yeah, 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 I don't even think it's, it's top after 50. the Nella Rose generation. Yeah, God, oh man. What do you mean? <laughs> you know exactly what I mean. You know exactly what I mean. I swear she did really well. Like you're talking about Nella. No, Rose. I'm not talking about her. Speci- I'm not talking about her specifically. Yeah, I'm talking about people that came to uni to be influencers and to live a new life that they yeah. didn't live at home. Yeah. Do you think that's what people do- are doing? There's a lot of people doing that. I think that's what most people... And all of those people got downgraded. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hope so. I hope so. (sighs) Only the serious people should get their correct results. With that year in Leicester, I just remember the year below us being like bare excited, thinking that it was going to be lit and it just wasn't lit and they were just doing rubbish. Yeah. (laughs) But, um... I don't know. Is and do you know what? I saw a tweet basically, yeah, and someone said, "Oh, Warwick." What they said something about Warwick becoming like the place of black excellence, right? Right. And yeah. I was like, I was like, <laughs> okay, yeah, I do know a lot of black people that are like, because obviously Warwick is a good university. Yeah, really good. I was like, yeah, yeah, I do know a lot of black people that went there, and I tried to figure out why is it that all the black people are going to Warwick, and then I realized. It's the best of both worlds. Both. You get to be in the Midlands, yeah, yeah. but you're still in the, like <laughs> an elite uni, right? And I was yeah. like, oh, it yeah. makes sense. Because at first, I, I, I remember, like, I have older sisters, like, older, you know, and they went to uni. And I don't remember Warwick ever being mentioned in, like, the conversation of unis, like, 
never i don't i'd never heard of i'd never heard of i don't even think i'd heard of warwick when i was applying for unis it was like after once i was in uni that's when i started hearing of warwick so yeah Yeah, i I guess that's the black excellence hub yeah Yeah, the acs is really sick yeah um yeah, no, so I, I have a few, I know a few people that went to Warwick, they were doing very well themselves. Yeah. Shout out to Warwick. Um, so, yeah, the government have messed it up again, mm-hmm. and they're just going to act like nothing happened again. <laughs> I think they're doing, they're, they're doing like reviews or something, but... You have to, and apparently the government saying that they're going to cover the cost of it because normally it would be like 100 quid. But again, as you said, how can you review an exam that you didn't take? Does it make any sense? Um, I was just like, either they should give people their predicted grades or this year's a write-off and let people do their, like, do their exams like later on and they're just going to be set back a year. Those are people who are set back in terms of what they were going to do in general, just in life. I mean, not everyone would want to take that time, though. So. But that's the thing. Unis need their new intake of pupils. They need yeah, the money. Yeah. The economy. Yeah. A lot of cities, literal cities, depend on unis bringing people in. So there, it's yeah. such. A, it's much. It's a much bigger. It's bigger. Yeah. Picture and mechanism going on here than yeah. oh, this one little kid that didn't get A and got C instead. Even well, though it's not fair on the kid, the but the system has to keep running. themselves over their A-level results. Who people have themselves? Not this. I don't know about this, but like in general, like people A-level results are so serious. Like not getting into the uni that you wanted to go into. I saw people were crying on results there. It's, a real it's issue, not right? that big of a deal. That. I mean, in the, in the grand scheme of life, it's not that big of an issue. No, it's not. However, yeah. however for a, for a child who who, I don't know, maybe their parents pressuring them a little bit. Uh, oh, you got against this uni, you better against this uni. Like, if something like this happens, it, it can be very, very hurt, hurtful, I guess. Like, yeah, man. Like, like imagine I think, that. I think we need to fix that then. I think, I think, like... That aside, though, it's Because still a, that's, it's still a- that's ridiculous. For that much weight to be put on which particular uni you go to. Because I, I remember, I remember, I remember when I was going to uni, right? I yeah. thought that, yeah, if you get into a certain uni, that's it. So like when I, when, when I got, um, cause I, I, when I applied for uni, I put Loughborough first, I put Lancaster second, right? For accounting. And I remember the day I got my results, I got, I saw UCAS, I checked UCAS before I went to school to pick up my results. So I saw, I got my, my, offer from Loughborough but they offered me politics instead of accounting so I was like hmm like why I, I applied for accounting then when I saw my results I saw why they gave me an offer for politics instead of accounting um, so then so then I was like well I don't want to study politics because I'm a black boy and I need to study a subject that like can actually give me a real job yeah, so I, I insisted on doing accounting, right? So I started scrambling <laughs> um, <laughs> with clearing, right? And I was like, I need to find somewhere that's going to let me do accounting. And then, long story short, I ended up going to Lancaster for accounting, and Lancaster needed the same grades as Loughborough. Yeah, it's a long story, but that's the short version. So, anyways, in my head, because Loughborough, um, Lancaster was like top 10, whatever, blah blah blah, I just thought 
that's it, job done. Because you've got into the uni, that's it. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people have the mindset of, that it's like, get into the uni, that determines everything. But it's far from it. It's far, 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 far from it. That's yeah. why I ended up eventually yeah, well, leaving went, Lancaster. <laughs> so, yeah. I think uh, uh, that sort of image of, oh, once you get into the uni, that's the end of the story, needs to be, like, we need to actually make people understand that is not how the story works if i knew that why your uni what, what uni you went to didn't matter i would have gone to dmu not to say that dmu is like a terrible uni or whatever but in comparison to the law exam in comparison to the dmu law exam i was so pissed off i was genuinely so angry like what was their law exam like they had like open book like <laughs> i just remember like i must have gone to their <laughs> I was going to go and revise with a friend and he had friends that, um, sort of like female friends that studied law. So I was like talking to them and they were doing um, their practice papers. And I was like, oh, like I'll do a practice paper with you, whatever. <laughs> like I literally, like I finished the, the thing like in half the time. Just, and it's not, and to be honest, you're always gonna be judged in, or accordance, in accordance to what you're like being graded against. So not to be right. like, struggled with it or whatever but it was just it was just so irritating to me because when I came out of university and everyone was just like oh you did law that's great like it didn't matter like what I did it was more so like where I went it was more so oh the degree you that got and you the did law one. yeah so maybe I went to DMU and got a first instead of less than got a 2-1 right. <laughs> like you know what I mean just- I mean I think there's still there's still a lot of things that come along with even that, that go along with even trying to become a solicitor or a barrister or whatever but like i I don't know i don't know if i'm not sure that would have made that much of a difference to be honest maybe not because i still i then would have been educated at dmu and i probably would have still found these um the exam hard yeah i Mm. mean i don't know i don't know well no that's another topic because right i remember i was talking to my to my sister and i was saying to she's she's little she's like 16 15 something like that and i was trying to explain to her that going to a certain uni right sometimes going to a uni that's too advanced to you is actually not good for you yeah right so we always talk about oh we want like to be in oxford and cambridge and stuff like that but sometimes going into a place not not even necessarily too advanced for you but not for you like not accustomed to you can actually yeah. backfire i yeah. think personally that's something that was uh the situation for me at lancaster Likewise. i feel like the way they did what they did over there wasn't good for me yeah so sometimes we we idolize going to the higher uni yeah because we think there's a certain um solidified outcome that comes with it but Nah, it's not that straightforward. It's not that straightforward. I think if you and look so at like intelligence and stuff, and different like different types of intelligence, you could say that the more like higher up unis will test you and grade you and teach you in a certain way that may not be um, compatible to you. While some, another university who's di- um, more used to like dealing with people that might find it a little bit harder to get certain things that might need a little bit more support um, will actually have you learning. A lot easier, a lot easier, and a lot better because they actually there to, to help you out. So yeah, yeah I one hundred percent agree with that. Right, because I remember, I know that 
it, like we we I, I'm assuming we all went to state schools, right? And yeah. all through, even to the end of sixth form, they didn't really show. Maybe this was just my school, but they didn't really show us how to independently learn, right? Mm. Whereas in a lot of private schools, even from secondary school, they're teaching you how to independently learn, like project right? work and doing. Yeah. yeah. So if you go into a uni like say Oxford, right, where they're expecting you to already know how to independently learn, like how to independently organize yourself to make sure you are on track like not your teacher telling you where you're supposed to be right so someone like me from a state school where i didn't learn any of that having to just spend time adjusting to that on top of the fact that they're teaching you like at a higher level that's gonna be like tough to 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 um to to grasp so, I was literally having a similar conversation with my mum today um, about uh, like uni and stuff. And she was saying that she was really scared for me to go to uni. And I was like, why? And she's like, I didn't feel like you're going to be, ha- be able to handle the workload. I was like, what the heck? Why? I went, obviously went to a public school, state school, whatever. Um, and I always had tutors, always. My mum always paid, paid for someone to help me, always. So when we go to university, like all through A-level as well, she was like, She's not going to do very well. Like, she needs an extra explanation. She was right. My first year, I got a third. My second year, I got a 2-2. Like, in terms of, like, the grades all matched up. And then in my third year, suddenly everything made sense. And all my grades were, like, first. And it didn't make any sense. But it was, like, it took me so long to figure out how to do this thing. No, I was the same. Because when I was at Lancaster, I ended up... I ended up doing better in my minor, which was economics, mm. than my major, which was accounting. That's when I realized I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> like, how am I yeah. doing better in my major <laughs> than my minor, right? Uh. So I didn't take, and I didn't take that year seriously. Mm. Moved to Leicester, and I did the same thing. I didn't take the year seriously, right? And I think I ended up with some, somewhere in like the 50s, right? Mm-hmm. Still didn't click. It was only till second year that, boom, everything yeah. clicked for me. And yeah. I, I think even a lot of that was a stroke of fortune and, and God's intervention because I was still not, it was still looking shaky at the start. I wasn't like, I hadn't adjusted yet, right? And then yeah. second and final year was fine. I think, I, yeah, I got a 2-1 in that year. Yeah. So, yeah it's the same thing it takes time it actually takes time to adjust yeah and so imagine you're going there you've been told you're smart your whole life blah 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 you get into this school where people are more fine-tuned to that environment right and then you are not and then it makes you think that you're dumb right which makes you feel like you're not even bothered to put in the work and then you fall further behind whereas if you went to quote unquote an ordinary university and they did things in a way that gave you the time to catch up and get to where you need to be then you could end up possibly doing even better than if you go to a uni that was quote unquote out of your league yeah so um anyways all the best to all these six formers your life is not over if you didn't get the results you want and your life is not made even if you did get the results you want. So 
just sit back, yeah. relax, see how it all plays out. Uni is about learning about yourself, man. I honestly believe that. <laughs> I honestly believe that you're just learning about who you are and what where your mor like where your morals are and the boundaries. <laughs> like I feel like I learned more about myself than I did than I did about law. Like yeah, like, I remember. I mean, the whole the whole thing is very much a learning experience. Like yeah. you just don't learn about what you're being taught. You learn about yourself, life, everything in general. Yeah. How to balance work, what kind of learner you are, whether yeah, you took for man without someone being your man. Yeah, yeah. Or your... <laughs> <laughs> God. Yeah, yeah. I guess good luck to the GCSE students getting their results this week. Nah, as well. mate, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a, they're, they're going to get it the same. Yeah, they're going to get shafted as well. They well, they I mean... start their fasting and praying from now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what were you, you guys did she say results like mine were okay mine were good mine were yeah I think everybody's GCSEs were good it was A levels where the rails where, got like yeah, <laughs> everything got shaky like, yeah people uh, like people right. like, everyone that I know yeah. has amazing GCSE results GCSEs is yeah. like I feel like maybe mine were alright in comparison to my sister they definitely weren't. My sister's like a star child. She got like all A's and A stars. Um, but I was a little bit more of a like, A, A star, B, C, 1D, and then <laughs> Up and down. Do you know like, um, did you guys used to like selectively study? In A level, yes. I can't yeah. remember doing that in GCSE, but I know A level, I had to. Yeah. I did I it in um, GCSE. I only did that at uni. I don't think I did AS A level or GCSE. No, you're yeah, following. You're right. At uni, I like really selectively studied. <laughs> really, so like this is gambling, uh, basically. This gambling, pretty much gambling. Yeah, I was doing dice. I was yeah, doing yeah, dice. That like, was pretty much gambling. Yeah. What we were doing in uni. <laughs> <laughs> A levels, you can call it selective studying, but no, 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 no. Uni was gam, and even that, I had to be taught that. I didn't know how to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to be taught that. Foles, do you remember in first year, right? Things was looking so bleak, right? We were Hell in the shit. basement at the library <laughs> and there was that girl who had made her room in the basement at the library. Like yeah. she had made a room for herself. Yeah, she was yeah, sleeping yeah. In there. The security knew she, the library security knew she was there and they weren't taking her out. She taking a room for herself, and what, she what basically been studying <laughs> in Leicester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she that? was studying um, <laughs> law as well, right? And one of the people we were revising with, I think, knew her. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. And we were like, we might have to go to her for, for some. It was uh, like we uh, were going to the juju man yeah, to get to get. Because <laughs> oh, we had man. like I think it was criminal law, right? We had like a criminal yeah, yeah. law exam like the very next yeah. day. And we were in dire straits. We were in yeah. the worst position you could possibly think. We didn't know anything. So we went there. We went bro, there and sat like on that, the floor, bro, right? We <laughs> were like, Madame, please. <laughs> Where were you guys, man? We were bossing it upstairs with criminal law. With like, we were... <laughs> what were was, I don't. I don't know what it was. Was it criminal? Or was no, not not criminal law. Um, what was the one that we did in first year? 
the one about um the criminal oh, procedures, something, something. Oh, I know. Criminal justice about. system. Criminal yes. justice. Yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That was so, my favourite um, topic. Uh, <laughs> I love that topic. I feel like anything that's like more in theory and like a bit airy-fairy, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, I don't, know, I don't know what it was. I think it, it just it just didn't take. It just didn't take in the first yeah, year. We, and like, I think we were trying to learn everything. That was the problem. Yeah, yeah. that was the problem. Like, we were literally trying to learn everything and be prepared for every outcome. Everything, that's not yeah. possible. But subscribe to our channel on YouTube and please don't forget to hit the thumbs up button. Uh, like and subscribe, share all of that good stuff. Windows podcast out. It's, a wrap. Yeah, it's done.